Okay. Hello? Well, we're doing it. We're, we're finally it's doing a, it. It's the first episode of our podcast. Yeah, we haven't thought of the... We haven't, we haven't picked the name yet. Because that's just how professional we are. Yeah, we're, we're trying to be like, this indie podcast. We're, we're super indie right we're now. We're so indie right now. Yeah, we're like really indie. <laughs> super indie. I don't think most of you are going to get what we're like trying to achieve here. Yeah. But are you picking up what we're putting down? We don't know. I hope so. Well, no clue. we thought of this five minutes ago we're gonna be ranking the beatles canonical discography yeah just because there's we're just gonna rank them we're we're gonna do it yeah and you're gonna watch us well you're gonna hear us well he's uday i am uday and he's brian yeah (laughs) i do be brian (laughs) we're nailing this so far (laughs) this is so good professional yeah, this is like really good stuff professional already anyway all right the beatles albums am i right well okay let's before getting into the beatles albums let's just talk about the beatles Dude, would you call yourself a beatles fan i feel like i feel like in general i i know that like i grew up with like a lot of beatles orientation like it was weird because it was like my parents like obviously like you know they're like they come they came from colombia and it's like they don't really. They, I'd never pitched them to listen to the Beatles, but they were like huge, like especially that at that time. So I, I guess like, and also my brother were like, my brother was like very into the Beatles as well. So like that all just kind of like, I was like discovered the Beatles pretty much at an early age. But I do think that like overall, I do really like like the overall discography, especially because like how much like you know, obviously like beyond like their influence, I think like their sound specifically like talking about that is just so cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for me, the Beatles had sort of a great grandfather role mm-hmm. um, because I feel like in India, it's like, oh, I'm from India by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> in India, you like obviously hear about the Beatles. You know yeah, who the yeah, Beatles yeah, yeah, are, yeah. but you don't know anything about them. Like, I yeah. don't think I ever heard a single Beatles song till I was maybe 14 or 15. Really? Like, yeah, but, you know, I knew that they were a big deal. I knew that it was a group of guys who were supposed to be cute and were supposed to be a big deal. Um, so, you know, it's like your great grandfather like you always hear about him through like some sources but you don't know anything about him Mm -hmm. but you know the dude's been influential the dude like caused something oh yeah but you're not sure why you should give a shit um but yeah i think later on i went through like my indie awakening phase in middle school that every kid goes through when they're like oh yeah i don't listen to the mainstream stuff i listen to (laughs) The neighborhood and yeah. the Arctic monkeys and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And I was like, Beatles, that's way too mainstream. And I just refused to listen to a single Beatles song. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, in high school, like maybe s- s- like sophomore year high school is when I started listening to Abbey Road mm-hmm. and like the hits, like the greatest hits. And I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, this shit's kind of good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly, like I remember like, obviously like I was like still a kid and like, I obviously didn't like learn like to appreciate. I know I I liked Guns N' Roses, but just because of how it sounded, yeah. So it's like definitely like I just too like primitive or like too young of an ear, I guess. Yeah. But like now, like recently, like I I, w- I went back and like listened to some of the albums, like especially a lot of stuff on like Rubber Soul and Sgt. Pepper's, especially. I think that it's just so so like different 
like and just like definitely like you know very much like the born from the creativity of like you know all like of the beatles and i think that in general like they definitely like i don't know it, it felt like very like yeah this makes sense like this is like very much like why people loved like the beatles of just how like at first it was just a very like poppy sound of just like you know like this is rock you know and they get into like some more experimental stuff like later on they cater to like every year yeah in a certain sense i mean i feel like me personally i have a tendency to like gravitate towards just classics in general yeah like if it's music i love listening to classic albums Mm -hmm. if it's like when I was very much into poetry in high school, I loved you know like classic poets, classic poems, yeah. or like if it's movies, I love classic films like Pulp Fiction or Space Odyssey and stuff like that. Like I have a tenden- tendency to just like study the classics a lot and just become very obsessed about them. And I feel like in modern music, it does not get more classic than the Beatles. Like yeah, that's pretty much the hallmark. <laughs> so. Yeah, I feel like after I really started, like, getting into music, especially, like, listening to, like, albums and stuff, is when I started, like, appreciating the Beatles. And, yeah, recently they've been, like, at least in the top three of my Spotify wrapped for, like, yeah. the last three years. You know, I love I love the shit out of the Beatles. And, yeah, probably some of these albums are, in my opinion, like, completely deserving of all the praise they get and more and just oh, yeah. beautiful work so far well with that being said let's let's just go over like oh, the albums the beatles from the start all righty so we got please please me what do you think about that what are your thoughts well oh, i, I f- should i should have a running list shouldn't i, should I have, yeah like, probably yeah i uh, feel like please please me is like yeah this is the like Beatles Mania album, Beatlemania album. Like this is when they were in the thick of all of it. They were in the center of the world. Everyone yeah. was looking at them. Yeah. And, um, I think I've heard this album through just once, um, not more than that. Um, but other than that, you know, I feel like there's hits, there's and there hits for a reason. I saw her standing there. I think it's an amazing opening track very groovy you listen to it and you start moving a little bit yeah it's an amazing song other than that please please me the title track iconic love me do i don't even have to say anything love me do is like a probably like a early 60s staple classic um but other than that you know i feel like it's very yeah derivative classic rock and roll and i think i heard paul mccartney talking about the same thing yeah how when they were writing these songs and when they were performing these songs, they themselves felt that um, they were appropriate, like appropriating rock and roll culture, really? especially when they were covering Twist and Shout. They were like, yeah, African-Americans can perform this song way better than we can. Yeah. But we just happen to make it a hit. So we have to perform it. So I feel like, you know, they're starting off. I, I don't think they haven't gotten. Uh, I don't think like, you know, Paul and John are writing even like remotely close to what they'll write in the future but still there's a few hits on here that i think are good uh this album would probably be like a five out of ten for me maybe a six for sure i i mean i i i'm in complete agreement because it's like overall i think that while it's like very much like a like a stellar album in terms of like what it like means for like the beatles career especially as like 
yeah, this is our first album that we're putting out, and it's like a good starting point where it's like if you listen to this the first time, you're like, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. Right. Like I don't think like I don't for me I personally like I I've I think I've listened to this like once like through I think that overall like none of the songs like like really like overall like stood out like yeah. like overall it was just like very much like you know here's a consistent sound like here's like a good like here's what's selling here's what's hot and like you know obviously it's very much the beatles you know yeah. like they're young like you know hot like group of men that are like you know driving everybody crazy so it's like you have like a lot of different stuff like please please me like you said love me do and all that stuff and like you know i think that overall like it's not a bad album like definitely not yeah, at all sure. at all i think it's very good but i just think that you know it's very much like like what you touched on of just like this is gonna be like how we present ourselves first to the world yeah you know which i think if anything is like a, a, a trajectory that a lot of artists like even today go through you yeah. know a lot of people like start off with the same like trajectory of like oh like i bursted out with these hit songs and then like you know let me start exploring shit you know no but, I, yeah. respect that. I would say definitely five i would say like it's a good for like the concept yeah of what we're hitting yeah like i think that it's like a mid like very much a yeah. mid beatles album. no for sure like compared to anything like i feel like anything pre-help in the Beatles catalog, yeah, like you gotta take it with a grain of salt. You gotta study it, or like listen to it in the Beatlemania context. Well, I I would I would disagree on one of them, but we'll get to it. Okay. Okay. Well, the next one with the Beatles. What do you think about that? Um. I think it's just like very much the same thing that I thought about, like, the last album, about Please Please Me. However, I do think that they, like, kind of explore, explore a little bit, because I think that you really got a hold on me. Yeah. It was, like, kind of, like, very much... I, I wouldn't say, like, it's that different or anything like that, but, you know, definitely, like, starting to, like, explore a little bit more of, like, the sound and all that stuff. And also, you just have, like, kick-ass songs, like, roll over Beethoven yeah. and shit. So I think that... Overall, this is, like, probably, like, a 4 out of 10 Yeah, for me. Like, like I wouldn't say, like, it's at the same level as Please Please Me. Because yeah. it's, like, obviously, Please Please Me has, like, still has bangers. Yeah. Right? But I think with the Beatles is definitely, like, again, same thing that they're trying to do. And also, like, you know, I think at, to a certain extent, I think that, um, yeah, 4 out of 10. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, this is probably the album that I care for the least yeah in the beatles discography i i I think i might have heard this once through maybe not even once but Mm. you know there's songs here like that are very appropriate hits especially the singles like i love all my loving yeah i think it's a very nice groovy song with a consistent rhythm like whenever i'm listening to it you know i just have a smile on my face but other than that yeah there's iconic songs like as you said roll over beethoven and uh, I want to be your man and stuff like that. But other than that, I don't care for the album too much. For it's, sure. As you said, a similar sound with less novelty to it. So probably like, yeah, a three or four for me as well. Mm. All right. We got A Hard Day's Night. I feel like this is probably the most underrated album in the Beatles discography. Or uh-huh. in- oh, yeah. I think so. I, I feel like this is a solid album. I, I feel like this is the first album they made that I would consider like a good front-to-end collection of songs that had a vision going for it. And of course, it's a soundtrack. It's yeah. not like a 
traditional studio album. So it already like had a concept yeah. uh, by default. But other than that, it's just so well produced. It's such a fun album. A Hard Day's Night, the opener, the title track. Banger. Love that song. Love that song. For sure. And other than that, I, feel, I, I think I, like, I've seen clips of the movie mm-hmm. uh, with the songs playing alongside you know because it's a soundtrack obviously yeah but um it's such a funny movie especially given that it was made in the 60s and Mm. after you see those i feel like you cannot separate the songs from the visuals Mm. and you know if i'm listening to any song i feel like i have a good time i think it's pretty pretty well produced album very well written probably a seven for me personally Dude, one hundred and ten percent. So I haven't, I haven't seen the the uh, the, the movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, how did the movie like come about? Like, how how is it? Like, what's it like? I mean, so I haven't seen the movie like front to end either. Yeah, I've seen clips, but from what I know, it was basically producers who were who wanted to make even more money off of the Beatles than they were. So the movie is basically about Beatlemania. Like they're the four of them are basically playing themselves and they're just going about touring, going to places when, while there's like women chasing them and stuff like that. Jesus. It's very kitschy. It's very um, satirical, uh, very sarcastic, very goofy. But I feel like given that it was made in 1963, yeah, like it tickles a Gen Z humor bone in me. Really? That should not be tickled by whoever <laughs> was writing it. In in the sixties, yeah, yeah, I feel like they were ahead of their time, and I, given that it's the Beatles, like I feel like if it was just a movie about four guys, I wouldn't care. But given that it's, it's the, the Beatles, Beatles yeah, yeah, it's it's a fun time. You watch it, you're laughing. It's something about it. Like I, I think I feel like it's not to the same extent, but it's just like, have you ever seen like Elvis in a movie, like in the, in his movies? I don't think so, no. Dude, it's just so weird because it's yeah. just, like very much like this is like I know what they're you know what they're pushing whenever they're like putting Elvis on. There's yeah. like what, there's like one like where he's like I don't know like there's like a there's like a there's like he went over to this girl's house right and then like this woman's like obviously like cooking a dinner and all that stuff and like you know it's like during that time where it's like you know it's the man then he shows up and all that shit and like he like like I, like they like show her as like burning the chicken in the oven oh yeah and then he like have you seen that i don't seems vaguely familiar it because it's like he he like opens it and it's like he's like you sit down i'm gonna cook this dinner or something like that (laughs) like that stupid like elvis thing and like you know very much like that so like i guess like is it something like that or yeah no similar personality yeah it's like you know these and you know at this point all four of them were like already known to be goofy as hell. Yeah. So you take that and you attach it to this piece of media that is pretty well written, pretty funny, and mm-hmm. you have a good time. Plus, banger songs. So, <laughs> dude, oh yeah, and like even talking about this, like like a hard day's night, still listen to it to this day. Oh, Can't yeah. buy me love. Another bank. Oh yeah, for sure. I lo- I love. <laughs> Can't that buy song. me love is so good. I love that song. All right. I would say that's definitely also like a seven out of ten for me. Yeah. I, that's what I was saying about like I think the one the one album yeah. pre help. Yeah, that's the Hard, album. No, Hard I Day's agree Night with that. Is the well like soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. No, I can get behind that. Yeah. All right. All right. We got Beatles for sale. Probably 
I I really don't care for this album. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, dude, this album this album was not was not my favorite. Yeah, no, there's like I'm looking at the track list right now. Yeah, and I'm not picking up anything. Yeah, most of these are like I, I'll be on, I'll be honest. I have not heard. Yeah, maybe maybe I've heard them once. Let's but... let's let's give it let's give the most popular song a listen. Eight days. Oh wait, no, I do know eight days a week. That's Which a good that song. One? The eighth track. I can't hear it. Oh well. Oh well. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's a. But again, like, I know I'm saying that it's a good track because I want to call one out, one song off of this album. Good. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I really, I really don't care for this album. Yeah, I just, don't even know what to rate it. Just as a body of work, I don't, yeah. I don't really know. Let's just say it's at the bottom of the list. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, going bottom, bottom of the list. I don't think either of us care much. It's fine. Then we got help. Okay. All right. Here's here. Now we're getting interesting. Yeah. Now we're getting interesting, baby. All right. Would you like to go first? Sure. I mean, I think help again underrated as hell. They I feel really. Like, I I I like this album. No, I love a lot. this album too. Yeah. I feel like for sure there's singles on here. That people love and people appreciate, but I don't think this gets appreciated as an album mm-hmm. as a whole a lot. But of course, you have the songs that are just right there, like "Help," the title track, uh, "Ticket to Ride," and of course, "Yesterday." Like, oh, dude, classic. so good. But other than that, I feel like I remember I was walking around. Cannot Place, which is like this part of New Delhi that I really like. It's yeah, like yeah. this little shopping complex. And I, I was just confused about what to listen to as I was walking. And I was like, yeah, I'll put Help on. And that was like the first time I heard this album, like, front to end. And I was already having, like, such a good time walking around by myself. One of my fun, like, one of my most beloved things to do, walk by myself. Yeah. And I'm just listening to this album, and it's just so fun. It's like pure... 60s mid 60s early 60s rock and roll with a good good bunch of like folksy mellow tracks mm. spread about and yeah i love it and i and i love the album cover it does not spell out help <laughs> yeah oh uh, but i always found that so funny they're wearing their little blue raincoats and whatnot you know I just feel like one of them's literally just like posting out like as a t love it <laughs> love it I think it would be a seven for me. Yeah, I would. I would. Like, I completely agree. I think that in gen- like, I remember like, I think that this was like my first album that I really listened to from the Beatles. Yeah, because it was just like, obviously, like you have like, you know, my mom loves Yesterday. Like, definitely, like I, I think should. it's one of her favorite songs. Yeah, and like, obviously, like you know, out of curiosity, like I heard the album and it was just such a good time. Like, it felt very much like. I don't know. It feels like there's some albums that like kind of like are good at like putting you in a good headspace of yeah. like you know this is what this album was made for. You know, I feel like there's some albums that are really good with like the atmosphere of yeah. it all and like how it like really is cohesive. And I think that if anything, like Help was just very much like yeah, this is like this is the Beatles. Like you know, right now it's like the 1965. Yeah. Right now we're banging. Right now, like it, it is total Beatlemania. Like obviously, like you know we're hot. You know, here's some fun songs that like yeah. you know we've written and yeah. like you know let's just go wild. You know, I feel like to a certain extent it's like 
I think that that's kind of what solidified what the Beatles meant for me. And I, I definitely have to give this one like at least like a 7.5. Fair. Yeah. I can take that. So, but yeah. yeah, I feel like just by including yesterday oh, on yeah. its track list, oh, it, it gets a bump. You like, that's, that's just unfair. You can't just pop yesterday in there and just. That's an undeniable. 110%. Alright, so far our list has been very easy to make because it's just, we've just been going up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Rubber Soul. Now, now here's where things get <laughs> here's interesting. Here's where things get a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is when they started doing drugs. This is where, you can even tell, you can even tell by like, literally like, the lettering on it. This yeah, is like, bro, and their faces. Bro. <laughs> like, John's looking right at the camera. I don't know what the other three are looking at, but... It's not their mom. They're all looking at the same thing. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, they're not there, yo. That's not yeah. them. That's not them. This is when things start getting a little goofy. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, lo- I, think this, I think this album has a very special place in my heart. No, for sure. One of my favorites in their catalog. Oh, yeah. I mean, Drive My Car. Dude. Love Drive My Car. such a good song. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I feel like probably my... Not my favorite on the album, but my second favorite on the album is Norwegian Wood. Yes. Like, it's written in 3-4, such a pleasing melody, probably the most, not the most, but one of the most like iconic guitar guitar melodies of yeah. like, all time. Super he, crisp, too. I love it. And the lyrics, he's like describing meeting this girl, going over to his place, and it, it's a simple narrative, but it's just so satisfying to hear. Yeah. Then, you know, just bangers after bangers. You won't see me. The word, Michelle, I love Michelle. Like, the groove on that song, Out of This World. Like, I listen, if I'm listening to it, and I'm walking, and I'm in a good mood, it's game over for society. Like, I'm slaying it. That's slaying. Probably top five Beatles songs of all time for me in my life. I love this song. Like, I remember when I heard it for the first time. Wait, which song? In my life. Oh. The 11th song. Oh, dude. Beautiful song. I remember I heard it, and I was just in a different place. And I, I like, whenever I listen to it, it makes me think of my parents. Oh. Like, when I listen to it for the first time, I yeah, instantly, yeah. like, sent the link to my mom and to my dad. And I was like, yeah, you got to listen to this song. I listened to it just now. And it reminded me of you guys, and they were like, yeah, it's beautiful. But this is such a simple, minimalist, folksy track. It's beautifully written. Puts me in a very somber mood, but, like, good somber. Like, bittersweet. I I love it. So, yeah, this is... This album's probably a nine for me. Like, a strong nine. Hell yeah, dude. Because I, I, like, I, I, like... I completely agree. I think that Norwegian Wood, specifically, like, his voice, I think it's John who sings it? I think so, yeah. And, like, his voice on that on that song is just so, so soothing, and it's, like, <laughs> For sure. fits so well with, like, the overall ambiance and what they're talking about. And I think that you definitely touched on something really big of, like, I think that at this point in time, like, this album is, like, where they really started having fun with their writing. Yeah. Like, you have, like, some beautiful songs, like, In My Life, Michelle... Um, girl, girl's a beautiful song. Girl. Girl's so good. Yeah, yeah, I think that overall, like you just have like obviously like a mix of like Drive My Car, which is just a classic Beatles banger, right? But 100%. then then like you know start peppering in like this, this of what's to come. Yeah, if anything, yeah. You know, now I feel like this is a very good 
as like a lot of people say, a mid ground between early rock and rollsy classic Beatles oh, dude, and yeah. whatever the fuck they were about to get on to in like the late sixties, like the the goofy stuff. Oh um, dude, the, the the really funky stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The drug fueled rampage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. If I listen to Drive My Car on a car commercial, I want to buy that car. I, I, I think this is a message. I don't even know how to drive. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't have a license. <laughs> okay. Revolver. Oh Revolver, baby. This is where shit gets hard, yo. Hard. This is, like, one of the greatest things ever done i don't even mean music i mean like things, things in general things that, that humans have done p- humans, yeah, humans have gotten up to 110 percent. one of the best things dude i think that like whatever 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 shit they were on while making this album they were doing something right yeah they were doing yeah. something right i want i want to i want to have what they're having I, <laughs> honestly dude look at this cover right like even just looking at it it's just like the the depths of like whatever the fuck was going on yeah and this is 1966 people were not making cover art like this like before that everything had been you know you slapped the like a photograph of whatever whoever the fuck is like recording the music like rick astley in a leather jacket yeah with like a guitar on something something like that and these guys were like so successful at this point and so sick and tired they were like yeah we're just gonna do our thing guys Mm. (laughs) and I I love this album two bits. Like, I don't think there's a single dud in this track list. No. Not one. Like Taxman, amazing opener. <laughs> Eleanor what Rigby, a banger. Oh my god. Cannot cannot say enough. Talk about this. a beautiful song, yeah. Just lyrically, instrumentally, production wise, it's all there. It's all just immaculate. Yeah. I think it's like the perfect like sync like I feel like what was really good for the Beatles was yeah. like how well they all worked like like sync like in sync as a band. Yeah. And I think that Eleanor Rigby was just like one of those moments of just like yeah, this is like the full force of like our like creativity. For sure. And I feel like I heard someone talking about it. He was like they were like, yeah, the Beatles weren't the most experimental group at this time, for sure. There yeah. were people like the Velvet Underground or Pink Floyd that were coming up, you know, who were doing wackier stuff at this point. But given this, like the status that the Beatles had in the world, like to be doing stuff that even now to this date sounds purely experimental and purely just artistic, like artistically independent of whatever was expected of them is just wonderful. Yeah. And being able to, like, continue that, like, prestige of, like, this is selling. Like, we are selling. Yeah. Like, we are a full force of, like, pop culture. It's full force of nature. I'd yeah, of, like, just, of course. Just, Hell yeah, dude. I, I gotta talk about the closing track, Tomorrow Never Knows. Oh, my God. Like, it, it's it's not a very long song. It's, it's three minutes long. It's probably, like, one of my most streamed Beatles songs of all time. Like, I feel like whenever I need to do something quick, yeah, I put it on, and oh. it just, like, accelerates me. It, it, it gives you un, unfounded It's energy. drugs. Whatever they were smoking, they, they put in they this song. They put it in this song. <laughs> and whenever you listen to it, you take a little bit. That's another thing, too. Like, if you look at, like, these, like, song links, they're all, like, very much, like, 
two minutes. Like, Elegant yeah, Rigby's, yeah. like, two minutes. It's, like, all Not of them is just, long. like, short, like, gets through. The whole album's 34 minutes. Yeah, 14 songs, 34 minutes, to the point. Each song's a banger. You get through it. Yeah. And th- I feel like, you know, you see the Indian influence coming in in Rubber Soul, but mm-hmm. I feel like this is, like, especially the closer, um, Tomorrow Never Knows, is where George Harrison's just ripping it all out. He has a sitar on him. And he's not afraid to use it. And, he, <laughs> and he's going all out with it. And I feel like this is the track where I feel the Beatles used the Indian influence the best. Like, they really? used it again on Sgt. Pepper's and Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah. But I feel, like the, I feel like those songs are when I get a little annoyed. And I can say that because I'm Indian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah, guys, more of this to come. <laughs> yep. But Tomorrow Never Knows is when I see him taking that Indian influence, yeah. embracing it, and putting some of his own mind into whatever he's producing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I love what came out. It's, dude, it's honestly. Dude. Exciting stuff. I would say overall, Revolver, 9.5. It's a 10 for me. 10? I'd give it a 10. Revolver's a 10 for me. I'll settle. 10. All right. We've arrived. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I'll let you go first on this one. I think that... To, like, summarize my experience with the Beatles, yeah. it has to be this album. Like, at this point in time, they've already, like, had around, like, what? I think Please Please Me, like, came out in, like, 63? Yeah. So, like, you already have, like, at least three years of just pure, pure, pure popularity and stardom, right? And they kept pushing that boundary of like you know like let's like try and like have a little bit more fun and i think that with evidence to that is just you know obviously track three lucy in the sky with diamonds lsd anthem everybody like this is like synonymous to like acid tripping and all that stuff you know and like obviously like they're very much getting into it and i think that if anything this whole album is just amazing astonishing you have Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the op- the opening track. Yeah. Amazing. For Le- sure. With a little help of my friends. Amazing. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. No no question. You know, you have a bunch of other songs. She's Leaving Home, When I'm 64, uh, A Day in the Life. Absolute <laughs> banger. Like, literally. One the, again, one of the greatest things. And you have, like, the, the strange little dog whistle that's at the end that, like, always throws you off. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, right at the end, it's like a big fuck you. <laughs> no, I love it. And, like, you have, like, all these great, great tracks that are, like, very, like, oh, we're we're in our bag. This is very much we're in our bag, you know? That's, that's my take. I think everything to, like, even musically, like, sonically, like, you have, like, so much experimentation with, like, you know, just a really authentic, like, Beatles sound. Yeah. And you have, like, a lot of, like, you know, very much, like, playing with the voices of, like, you know, creating, like, these different characters and all that stuff. And it just, like, really showed, like, the musical versatility of them as well. Like, that's what made them, like, so good. Of just, like, they were able to do anything and make it sound 
like the Beatles. I respect that. What would you give it? A 10. A 10? A 10. Okay, I think this is the first time I'll have to disagree with you. Oh my god. I feel like this, in my opinion... Again, I love this album, but I think it's a little overrated. Okay. I, 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 think, I feel like this is the uh, one of the albums that I've like, listened to the most because, you know, I love the album cover. One of the greatest album covers of all time, in my opinion. Just the, what the fuck was going on in John Lennon's head or like all of their heads. Whoever came up with this idea. I love it. It makes me want to revisit the album. But I feel like there's songs here that are absolutely brilliant. Just complete like some of the best songs I've ever heard. Like the first three songs are all tens. The opener with a little help from my friends, probably one of my favorite Beatles songs of all time. Mm-hmm. And Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds as you said, LSD Anthem does not get better than that. Of course. And I feel like the other end of the album is fantastic. Like, A Day in the Life maybe my favorite Beatles song, or like at least in the top five. Good morning, good morning. Good song, and the reprise, it lasts for one one minute, 20 seconds. So yeah, it's not. There's not much going on, but you know, it has its place. It adds. But I feel like just the middle of this album does not do a lot for me. I don't... She's I, leaving home? I... Uh, see, when I, I'm 64? I don't... It's like, at this point... If, if When I'm 64 was on Beatles for Sale, or, like, with the Beatles, I would have loved the track. But given what we're getting outside of this, it's just such a big dip. At least for me, it's like... They're all groovy. I love the rhythm. I think they're well written. Like, you know, when I'm 64. It's catchy for sure. Mm -hmm. But again, it just doesn't do a lot for me. And Lovely Rita, I don't know. That song just makes me not happy. (laughs) (laughs) Not sad or pissed off. It just, I'm like, oh God, this song, you know? That's Um, fair. That's fair. But again, like the songs that I think are good are great. Like, they're just out of this world. So, it, this album is probably a solid 8 out of 10 for me. Let's be in the middle. Let's call it a 9. Okay, I'll settle. That sounds good. But again, album cover, amazing, and still one of the most... Influ- like, I cannot deny the influence of this album. Dude, like, I, I still 100%. I still think that, like, overall, like, yeah. I think that there's a couple, like... I, I don't even remember, like, really, like, getting better or fixing a haul. Yeah. But, like... I think that the the songs that are there, like, even when I'm 64, I think yeah. it's just such a silly, goofy concept. Yeah. You know, like, I think that overall is just, you know, lyrically, it's pretty. Like, no, I think, it's that, pretty for I think sure. that it's a very pretty song. And I think that, you know, uh, overall, like, of how they were going, of just, like, you know, you have, like, such heavy, like, like things. And it's a whole thing. It's all characters, you know? Like, this is all part of, like, them. You know, this is all, like, we're all part of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I think that overall they're like you know definitely gonna like dip back into like the older Beatles sound, which I think is more of a homage rather than I think in my opinion I feel like you know I think it's like a homage to like no I yeah I think that, so. that does make sense but you know I will agree I will I I do have to agree like there are definitely like some songs that I feel like overall like especially with the album that's coming up yeah like I think that definitely like I could agree like overall in terms of like songs that are like that it's 
a little bit simple. Yeah, it's... I feel like it's just a little inconsistent, but still. For sure. Very important piece of music. And one that I would like yeah. happily revisit whenever oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. 100%. Alright, let's uh, <laughs> let's get into uh, Magical, Magical Mystery, Mystery Tour. Tour. <laughs> but this is the... I feel like... Regardless of like quality, this is the goofiest shit they ever did. Dude, one hundred. You <laughs> see this album cover? The place. What, the what is going on? <laughs> they have, they have completely lost it. Yeah, like, they yeah. Have, like, <laughs> like they're like, I, you know what? You know what I think it is. Like part of it is like every time they keep doing like wacky shit, yeah. everybody just loves it. Yeah. So they just like keep doing wacky shit, like to see yeah, how, how far, far can we take. Like, this? How far can we take this? <laughs> I feel like this was. Yeah, like, this was that. It's, it's the goofiest fucking this is shit. So like, goofy. Like, what the hell? But again, I feel like this is an underrated album. Oh I feel like it's seeing God. a revival now where people are like starting to appreciate it. Oh yeah. But no one ever counts it as one of the Beatles classics. But I feel like there's this album is packed. There's so much good stuff here. I think that definitely like dude, you have so many good shit. Like the Fool on the Hill, like I Am the Walrus, Strawberry Fields Forever, Penny Lane, uh, Magical Mystery Tours. Like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> Hello Goodbye. You know, overall, all you need is love. You know, you have just so many like really, really good songs and just like so much wacky shit too. So much wacky. Shit. So much wacky shit. <laughs> they were going really goofy on this one, bro. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> they got a little crazy. Yeah, got a little crazy. Got a little out of <laughs> but yeah, I feel like some of my favorite Beatles songs, like, this is a very basic pick, but I feel like Strawberry Fields Forever has to be my favorite Beatles song like, I, I of don't all th- time. I think that that's completely valid. Like, I think that's a valid opinion. Such a beautiful, just otherworldly track. Mm-hmm. You listen to it. If I listen to it with headphones on, <sighs> I'm like transported. The music, have you seen the music video for this? No. It's amazing. Really? It's like, what were they smoking? <laughs> I love it. Beautiful Dude. music video. They must have been, like, on so many drugs in this album. Like, so many. But, yeah, like, I feel like the second half of this album is packed. Like, the run oh. from I Am The Walrus to All You Need Is Love. Just all bangers. Banger all after straight. banger. Like, like, look at the streams on all, Dude, all of these. Dude, that is so funny. <laughs> so, for context... Magical Mystery Store starts with 20 million. Fool yeah. on the Hill starts with 37 million. Yeah. And then it goes 14 million, 13 million, 22 million. And then I Am the Walrus, 85 million. Hello Goodbye, 126 million. Strawberry Fields Forever, 169 million. Penny Lane, 132 million. And then you have Baby You're a Rich Man, which is like, like 32 yeah. million. And then All You Need Is Love, which is like 160 million. You just put banger, banger. Banger, banger. after. I mean, for, it's not a perfect album because, you know. I feel like you can see that from the streams as well. Yeah. Like the first half of the album. Again, good songs, The Fool on the Hill. Yeah. And I feel like Your Mother Should Know is a pretty fun track. For sure. But I wouldn't call it nearly as close to what we get on the second half. And I feel like, you know, again, I feel like it's tied to like the history of the movie Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah. It was. The production was a train wreck. The movie didn't. The film didn't do well. Yeah, it was just all over the place. Uh, I, I, I feel like a lot of the good tracks that we get on the second half are, you know, like Strawberry Fields Forever are tracks that were supposed to be on Sgt. Pepper's. Yeah, but didn't get released, so we get them here. And if if Strawberry Fields Forever was on Sgt. Pepper's, 
I'd bump that up to a nine. I'd bump that up so hard. Like if 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 you took out like like for sure like lovely Rita and you stuck and like strawberry feels forever in. Oh, oh my god, that's like giving. I don't know, an aerospace major. The Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, this is like our mecca. (laughs) Like, I don't know. But I feel like this album is a solid nine for me. Yeah, I give it a nine too. Yeah. Not perfect, but close to it. And when it has its peaks, it it peaks. Oh, it, it delivers. It fucking peaks. All right. Okay, then we get... A bit of an oddball. Yeah, the we, get a, album. we get a little, we get a little backwards. But oh my god, there's so many songs. Yeah, it's a double. It's the only double album they did, and they really said double album. It's Dude, one hour, thirty three minutes long. They like rescinded their like com- my my complaint about the short album thing because they are they put in the work in this one. Yeah, thirty songs. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, I feel. I feel like I've always been very confused about this album because in general I'm not a big fan of double albums. Yeah. I like my albums short. Like I I like my albums in like the 30 to 50 minute range, crisp. Um I feel like for sure there's a lot of filler here and there's songs here that are just straight bangers, straight bops. Like I love Back in the USSR. Yeah. I love while my guitar gently weeps, one of the greatest guitar-based songs like ever written. Yeah, you get Blackbird, just a beautiful song, and I feel like this album is kind of like I can see what they were going for with the music, and you know, you look at the album cover; it's like the audience was telling them, "Hey, you guys are getting a little too goofy. You might want to tone it down a bit." So they were like, "Yeah, sure, we'll just give you." a plain white album cover with the Beatles written on it. And we're not going to call it Magical Mystery Tour. We're going to call it The Beatles. And we're going to give you 30 songs and you'll figure the rest of it out. Yeah. (laughs) And this is, you know, this is the point where the Beatles themselves were starting to have, like, issues within the group. Yeah. Like, all all four of them were independently big figures in the world, not just music at this point. Mm -hmm. And this is where... Probably, like, they were starting to fall apart. And you can see that, I feel like, in the music. Like, I feel like there was a lot more cohesion in, like, Paul and John's writing in the earlier albums. And you can, I feel like you can see them branching off way more here. Like, the stuff John's doing on stuff he's writing and the stuff, like, Paul's doing with, like, Obladi, Oblada, and Blackbird. Like, you can see that stark difference. Oh, yeah. But, again, I feel like there's points where it's... Very experimental, like Revolution Nine. What is going on on yeah, that track? What the fuck? Is what that is that? <laughs> what is? And that? why do I want to listen to it? Yeah, again why, again? yeah. Like why? Is, why am I still listening to this? Yeah. You know. And Helter Skelter. <laughs> what the fuck? Probably like one of the first metal songs ever ever made. Like so hard, so heavy. I just want to draw attention to everybody's got something to hide except me and my monkey. What the hell? <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? I love it. Yeah, it's like immediately just oh God. It's just like so goofy and like so like it, yeah, this this makes so much sense. Yeah, no, you can see like John is just like doing his own thing. Oh like, John John's John's, John's 
cruising. Yeah, he's got yeah. one arm out the window. Yeah, he is like <laughs> he's like doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Bro. Yeah, and Paul's like trying to drown the Beatles, I suppose, and like George is just sad. He's George, just George really just like sad. is like depressed. Yeah, <laughs> while my guitar gently weeps, is like, dude, you have like the continuing story of Bungalow Bill. Yeah, and yeah. then just like no, sorry, Obladi Oblada, Wild Honey Pie, the continuing story of Bungalow Bill. While my guitar gently weeps, <laughs> happiness is a warm gun. <laughs> There's so much going Dude. on here. Like, it's all over the place. And I kind of perceive this album like a collage. Yeah. Like, there's not so much cohesion here as there is highlights. And I don't think any song here is, like, bad. Like, e- even, you know, Obladi Oblada gets shit upon a lot. But yeah. not a bad song. It's not, not a terrible. good, like, not, not a great it's, song. It's fun. It's it, fun. Yeah. So, I feel like... Eight out of ten for me. I think so too. Yeah. I think if anything, it's like a lot. I feel like it's a lot more of like a compilation of yeah. songs. Like I feel like if if there was like like you know some sort of like a compilation album that like our artists is, I feel like this is their version of like a compilation album. Like here's yeah. a bunch of like Beatles songs, you know, yeah. and that's it. I mean, I feel like this album has seen. A lot of appreciation on like Rate Your Music. Oh yeah, album of the year. It's still a very good album. It's experimental in its places. It's creative. It, I feel like it has a very special place in the Beatles catalog, and I'm glad they made what they made. Oh yeah, I still have fun if I ever listen to it. Oh dude, solid eight out of ten. All right, we got a yellow submarine. Yellow submarine, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> they did Yellow Submarine again. <laughs> Yellow Submarine too. Well, dude, have you have you yeah, talking about Yellow Submarine, have you watched that movie? I've never watched this dude, movie. Dude, the fucking I watched I watched that movie. I remember this is like one of the shits because I feel like we had we had Yellow Submarine on DVD. Like really? there's DV, there's like, like a in DVD, your house, yeah, in my household right now. Like I think if I go into your house, I'll find Yellow Submarine by I, the Beatles I on the shelf. So, I don't think I don't think my mom threw it out. I hope she didn't. But I, I I remember like we had like a like a DVD for like Yellow Submarine. I, I I'm pretty sure I'm remembering this correctly. And I and like I remember I watched it, and it was just such a wacky movie. It was so so weird, like so weird. Like, cause it was like, like you, you see, like the artwork, like yeah. that's like how like the movie is art, like art. Yeah, the animation. It's style, just yeah. so weird, and I think like with it, it's just such a strange album. Like, I don't really have like, I don't not like it. Yeah. But like, it's not like that like great, you know. I mean, most of it's not even like an album. Yeah. Like, you know. I feel like Yellow Submarine, fun song. It's on Revolver. Revolver is a yeah, 10 for Revolver, me. Of course I like we, this song. Revolver already did it. Yeah. So it's like a lot of repetitions, and the second half of it is just the soundtrack. Like, yeah. It's just the producer. Um, how am I forgetting his name? God. George Martin. George Martin. There you go. It's just George Martin producing. And yeah, he's an excellent dude. Yeah, excellent. dude he's good at what he's doing, but it's not like... You know, but that's the not like the up. Beatles. You yeah, know? it's not like the, the Space Odyssey soundtrack yeah, yeah, that yeah, I would like come back to, yeah. and it's like epic. Like you know, it works for the movie. I gotta watch the movie. I should get on that, dude. We should watch it. We should watch it. We like, should let's watch, watch it very soon. Yeah, yeah, very soon. But I don't know. I give it like a three, four, three, four. Like that. I give it. Is it below Beatles for sale? 
probably. Yeah, I feel like it would be at the bottom for me because yeah, it's hardly even it's, an yeah, album. It's hardly. All right. <laughs> then we get Abbey Road. I'll let, I'll let you go on this one. Probably, not probably, definitely, in like the top ten albums of all time for me. <laughs> like my favorite Beatles album, one hundred percent. This was one of like the first one of the first albums I bought on vinyl, and you know when I started like collecting records. I was, yeah, I didn't really care for, like, the sound too much. Like, I wasn't like, ooh, I want to listen to Hi-Fi Lossless Audio. Like, I wasn't an audiophile like that. I just like the feeling of, you know, owning music physically. But I remember I got Ivy Road. I brought it home, and I put it on my record player, and I heard Come Together just (laughs) go off. Like, you know, that opening... Rango Star Percussion. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Iconic, iconic opening. And I remember listening to that on vinyl, and I was like, wow, this sounds really good. <laughs> like, you can tell that this was made for vinyl. Like, you know, in 1969. And it's just, it's such a good album. Like, you know, the first half of the album, up till, like, I want you, she's heavy, or like, here comes the sun. Like, just banger after banger. Come together, amazing. Something, just one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Maxwell Silver Hammer. Goofy. Goofy, goofy as hell. Yeah, a little, I love a little, it. A little callback. <laughs> like, what is going on? They're talking about a serial killer. Yeah, and love it's that. like, how does it go again? Fuck. Bang, bang, Maxwell Silver Hammer. Such a fun track. Um, oh, Darling. Uh, one of the best songs ever. Like, hello? Who wrote this? I love it. Who was it? Who did this? Hello? <laughs> I love it. Octopus's Garden, Ringo Star, Banger. Dude, dude Ringo, Ringo, baby. <laughs> Probably the best, or the second best Ringo song after... Um, Ye- Yellow Submarine. No, not Yellow Submarine. Um, a little help from my friends. Oh, dude! Yeah. A little help with my friends is like a Ringo classic. But yeah, such, still such a fun song. He's talking about how he doesn't give a shit about anything, and he just wants to be in the ocean like an octopus, grow a gar- garden because he's he's pissed off at, at John and Paul. Love it. Yeah, because he's just Ringo. He's Ringo. Yeah. And I want you. She's so heavy. Oh my god. Jesus. Like such. Um, it's a masterpiece. Really? Like, in they they made this in '69. Yeah, for sure. Like Black Sabbath was doing their thing, and yeah, other yeah, people yeah. were doing their thing. But still, like the Beatles making a song that's basically like a heavy metal song, it's it's just immaculate, and it keeps growing. The droning, like it keeps keeps building up, and I'm listening to it, and I'm just paying attention. And it's seven minutes long. One of the longest songs in their catalog. And I never skip, like, a second of it. Just, it's annoying when it, like, cuts at the, you know, like, the rough cut at the end of the song, where, like, it, it was, like, a production error. Like, it's going, it's droning, and it just suddenly cuts to Here Comes the Sun. For sure, that's, like, an itch in my brain. Like, if I could go back in time. To scratch and, it. And fix it. And if fix this in 1969 when, like, they were producing this. That's what I would use, like, my one time travel thing on to fix <laughs> Abbey Road. But amazing track. Here comes the song, sun. 
their most popular song. For sure, not the best from this album, in, in my opinion, but still, such a beautiful song. Here such a pretty song. song. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, like, George Harrison, like, I don't know. Like, is, is, like, his writing sometimes, like, very much is so, like, good and effective. So simple, yet just delivers. Yeah, it's uh, just so good. Then you got the medley on the second half from Because Till Her Majesty. Just iconic. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, fucking it up they're going at it track after track they're like one minute long two minutes long short tracks all of them beautifully written beautifully produced just such a good run on the second end you flip that vinyl you put it on you listen to all of it and you're like wow that was good um, yeah beautiful 10 out of 10 100 percent. 110 percent. like i would say like this is probably the top Probably one of our top on the list. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, the album cover yeah, 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 does yeah. not get more iconic than this. Come it's, on. It's Abbey Road. <laughs> it's Abbey Road. You, you te- if you told me, if you asked me when I was, like, nine in India and it, you showed me this image, I would know what that is. Yeah. It's like, this and is Abbey Road. This is Abbey Road the by the you? Beatles. Who the fuck are you? If, if, if I'm, you know, when we're walking down the street and we're crossing the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, Abbey Road, guys, guys. Oh, my God. We're, we're just Beatles. like the Beatles. We're just like the Beatles. I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it does not get more iconic than this. And for a reason. 100%. 10 out of 10. Just amazing album. Yeah. Love it. Dude, like, you, like, yeah, I completely agree. Like, Especially, like, the the fact that, like, you can, like, listen through, like, the first seven songs and it feels like a traditional Beatles album. Yeah. Of just, like, you know, here's some, like, some really good songs, some, like, really good, med- like, like, really good, like, rhythmics, like, ri- rhythm, really good lyrics, like, everything. And then, like, next, like, half of the album, obviously it's not, like, the literal half, but, like, you know, from Because to, like, Her Majesty is yeah. just... Just like one cohesive, just just really they're, fucking they're jamming. going at they're it. Jamming, yeah. I don't think they recorded it in one go. Yeah, no. But feels like it. Yeah, <laughs> so good. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like structured like that. You know, yeah, it'd be so good. Anyways, but ten out of ten. Ten out sure. of ten. Oh, we got the let it be the final parting piece. Recorded. It was recorded before Abbey Road. Yeah. Um, but really, it's afterwards. So. Ended up being their final piece, their their parting, their, their parting message. And it would have been better if it was Heavy Road, to be honest. Yeah, it would have been perfect closure. But you know, I feel yeah, Let It Let It Be is a good album. Let It Be is good. You know, I there's there's songs here that are just undeniably good, like Across the Universe, Let It Be, yeah, the title track, Long and Winding Road, Long and Winding Road, beautiful, Get Back, the closer, yeah, yeah. Have you seen Get Back, like the documentary? No. So fun. Really? Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Peter Jackson made it. Okay. Um, it's on Disney Plus. So fun. I feel like one of the more most like underrated songs in the Beatles discography has got to be uh, Two of Us, the opening. Yeah. It's such a nice, simple song. Like beautifully written it makes me feel like if i'm sitting there listening to the song with like and if it's raining outside and if i have a cup, cup of coffee <laughs> with me and i'm sipping on it just such such a good vibe so i i definitely agree like i think that overall like as an album like it's just a good album yeah it's good 
You know, I think that overall, like you have like obviously like standouts like Let It Be is a classic. Yeah. Paul McCartney like did his thing. Yeah. He did his thing. And obviously, Across the Universe, very beautiful song. And I think Get Back is a banger. And Long and Winding Road. No, it's beautiful. Beautiful. So I think that, like, obviously, like, you have standouts like that, but it's, like, everything else is just very much, like, I don't know. It, it feels like it's, like, not very, I don't know. I, I feel like definitely, like, it's not, like, bad or anything like that. Yeah. But I do think it's not, like, you know, for a closing album, like, I feel like I like the likes of, like, Abbey Road. Yeah. I think, like, as a Beatles album, I don't think it was, like, the best, but it wasn't the worst. Yeah. I, definitely a strong, like, seven me yeah maybe like seven seven and five in that yeah, range yeah, but yeah. it's like you know the bar was so high at this oh, point yeah. like yeah. they dropped one of the best like four or five album runs of all time oh yeah so they just it was the bar was just insanely high yeah and they i feel like when you see like i feel like after seeing the documentary when they were working on this album you see the friction in the group and you can see why this album came out the way it did like contextually it makes sense and it was produced with like that wall of sound approach does not did not come off perfectly yeah um you know paul mccartney like re-released it as like let it be naked when he like remastered the album recently and people love that i haven't listened to it but i've heard that the production's way neater way nicer um way more like you get rid of that wall of sound feel and it's more approachable. But again, solid album, probably like a 7.5-ish for me. That's where I'll leave that. Yeah. I would say, so I would say it's a 7. Okay. So do you want to... I'll settle on 7. Okay. All right. Well, our final ranking. All righty. We're gonna have to do some stuff here. Okay, we gotta do I'm some gonna, We're doing we're doing some some. Wait, uh, let's start from the bottom. Yeah. So we said, right? I, I've 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 uh, kind of um, organized them into like what was the top ones and like which ones like in terms of their rating. Yeah. So I'll read off the top. Abbey Road. Uh huh. A ten. For sure. We said it top the list. Yeah. Next, Revolver. Another 10 that we've given. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a three-way tie between Magical Mystery Tour, Sgt. Pepper's, and Rubber Soul. I think that, for me personally, I think that I would do Rubber Soul, Sgt. Pepper's, and then Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah. Tour. Me as well. Like, okay. I agree with that order. Okay, cool. And then next... The Beatles, the White Album, we gave that an eight. Mm-hmm. And Help, we said that is a seven point five. Yeah. Then we got Let It Be, which was we said a seven. Yeah. Hard Days Night, a seven. Please Please Me, a five. So we got to decide between Let It Be and Hard Days Night. Huh. That's a weird, weird conflict. Like, <laughs> honestly, cause they're you both got... not amazing albums, but they're both like. Good albums? <laughs> Comparably, this is like... Yeah, like... This is... This will be hard. Alright, what's your thought process? I don't know, because it's like, you know, you're so used to comparing, like... 
albums you love like you're just so used to comparing like tens yeah you never compare sevens yeah with like, each other. you're just like, <laughs> like oh well this one had this which one <laughs> which one's better yeah. <laughs> so huh i don't know just intuitively i feel like ah how do you feel i'm confused i think that i think a hard day's night for me, I yeah. think my top let it be. Yeah. And I'll explain why. Okay. I think that overall as an album, like definitely let it be is very beautiful. Like yeah. I, I, like obviously like you have like very much like Paul like taking the reins, like songwriting and all that stuff, especially like, with the time and turmoil of like, you know, the Beatles were falling apart and shit. And I think that, you know, definitely like as a, as an album, I feel like it's very trying much to be like an artsy like goodbye to the Beatles of just saying like let it be kind of so it feels very much I don't know it feels kind of like very long and like sad and kind of like obviously like you have like pretty picked up bangers like here and there but it's like I think overall like as like a concept of the album I think it's very much like you know goodbye I think for me a hard day's night I think is very much like we're breaking in like you know this is this is us like this is the Beatles like this is like it's so raw and, like, so young and youthful that I think that, like, it's just... I think that kind of energy, like, I like, I really like in albums and I really like in music, it, like, overall. So I think that I would say, like, A Hard Day's Night is a midder album than... <laughs> oh, like, less mid. Less, or, yeah, less mid than... No, I can get be. behind that. I think I agree with that. I, I feel like A Hard Day's Night is... A much more fun album yeah and i feel like there's more going on and as you said it's more youthful it's more uh like i feel like yeah better better album better album i'll put it on top yeah so then we have please please me yeah at five with the beatles four and we have to decide Beatles for Sale or Yellow Submarine, which is Beatles the, for Sale, which, I guess. which is the worst. Like, no, we have to say it like this: What is the worst Beatles album of all I time? Can, I can say with my right arm on my chest, right with my right palm on my chest. I'll, I'll join you. <laughs> Yellow Submarine. Yellow Submarine is the worst. Is album. the worst Beatles it, album. Yeah, the of worst album in the Beatles catalog. <laughs> if they if they reunite. If John comes back from his grave, if George comes back from his grave, I don't think they could make anything worse than Yellow Submarine. Yeah, I think that e- even if like the Beatles like got together after they fought and like they still made an album while they fought, yeah, like they it would still beat Yellow Submarine. Yeah, I think yeah. Ringo. I think I think Ringo could sing the whole album, and I think they <laughs> would still be Yellow <laughs> Submarine. I think Ringo could do his whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah let Ringo yeah. take and have it just be better. Yeah. No, yeah, no, for sure. no disrespect to Ringo. I mean, I love Ringo he may as be a listening. drummer. Ringo, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> Ringo's listening. I'm friends with him. I yeah, I called him tonight. I let him know that I reminded him that we were going to do this tonight. Nice. Yeah. Shout out Ringo. Cool. All right. Well, that concludes our rankings for today, and that Crazy. concludes the episode. We think. Wow. Yeah. Two, two people. Two more people think that Abbey Road is a good album. Yeah. Tr- I crazy. We two more people in the whole entire scope of the You're internet. Really? What the fuck? What just <laughs> happened? I played something by accident. Wow. Sorry, I'm not a professional podcaster. It's okay. We're we're, we're slowly gonna become Logan yeah. Paul. But, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing. But yeah. 
you know, solid, solid ranking. I agree with it. And I think that, I think that I wouldn't mind leaving that on the internet. No, I feel like that's a good starting point for all the horrible takes I'm about to give out in the future. Yeah, but you know, at least we're setting a bar somewhat socially acceptable. Even. Socially acceptable. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, no one can disagree. We've achieved social normality, and I love it. And I think that's where we're dwell. And that's where we'll leave. Thank you, dear listener. Please tune in next time. Thank you. Bye.